from the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the Jack and Spike Show. Welcome back to the Jack and Spike Show. Nikki Haley is going to continue her presidential campaign, but without the Coke network anymore. So that means no more money for Nikki Haley. CPAC was this weekend, and a lot of people had some pretty cringe takes. I think it's interesting how conservatism has been infiltrated by so many people who are actually not conservatives or like anti-democratic fascists and they just say it which is really weird because conservatives tend to be pretty pro-democracy uh, it's been the pattern this tends to be yep, the pattern yep, yep. and then you see you know you talk to william f buckley about democracy he had some pretty strong ideas about it and then now you come around to cpac this year and you've got a fascist up there who says we don't need democracy we just need this and he holds up an item that we shall talk about in a couple of few. But before we get to all of that, I have been getting text messages, unhinged text messages, text messages, Mr. O'Neill, send a shiver up my spine. Have Com- you? Button. Comes in from an unverified phone number. Oh. Spook. Okay. okay. They know my name. It says Jack or Hijack or Mr. Jack. And I think, Is ah, Hijack one word or two? Often one. Okay. Sometimes mm, two. Okay. It can always be up there. And then all of a sudden it says, we are writing to inform you. And I say, oh no, is it the IRS? Is it my ex-wife? Who's coming after my money? Leave my money alone, is what I say. You're screaming at your phone. I do it all the time. <laughs> my neighbor banging on the door. Jack, stop yelling. You're having bad dreams again. Laura, would you mind reading the text messages that I have been getting Non-stop for the last week and a half, please. Oh my gosh, I do think it'd be funny if Spike read them because I said them to him too. But I can. Oh, give I, it a, let me try it. Yeah, you me do it in the voice. Yeah, I feel like you could do the voice. Okay. Hi, Jack. <laughs> I'm addressing the nation. They think they can destroy me, but you won't let that happen, will you, Jack? No. <laughs> and then there's Work a li- and then there's a link down there. There's a link there. down there. That's don't click on it. I can't. I can't. Okay. I just got to okay. catch okay. that. Thank you, Laura. Because that me. I'm like, thunk, I, thunk, I know thunk. boomers. It won't open. <laughs> so, right. So I keep getting text messages from the Trump campaign to donate money to the Trump camp. Now I'm assuming this is because I I donated money to Larry Elder's campaign when he okay. was running for governor of California because Larry Elder is indeed very based and. I wanted him to beat Governor Gavin Newsom Mm -hmm. because he had this crazy idea that I was really in favor for, which was reducing the California state income tax, which is the highest in the country. It's absurdly high at 13.3 percent. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And then he also was very into school choice and allowing parents to enter a voucher program where they could go to a school in a different district, which I thought was very, very based Indeed, and would also make more revenue okay. for the state in the long run because you pay for the voucher. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense to me. So, and the other thing I'm not is, for that, but it makes sense. Well, I understand your point. But of view the great part about it is he wasn't pricing people out of the. It wasn't some. It wasn't some astronomical fee. It was like a hundred dollars. You pay oh, for the voucher, okay. and then you put in the three schools of your choice, oh, and then you get to go bad. to that school. Yeah, it was a really great program, which is why I was like, Larry Elder would make a great governor. He did not win, but that's besides the point. So I'm assuming that's how they got my information. Yeah, right. I, you know, it's funny. I keep getting. I told you this a couple weeks ago, and they're still coming. Keep getting the Nikki Haley. Oh. Hey, Spike, can you give us? Can you throw us a bone here? We're, we're dying here, Spike. Right. Can you throw us a little some something? I know you hate the guy. Nikki Haley would just lost her, the primary in her own state over the weekend by twenty, which is she was down by thirty six. So I'm thinking she's 
I think it's a good show. It was a 60-40 split, yeah. and Trump comes out, and he says it was a decisive victory, and it was an amazing victory, but because we all understand civics, and we understand, uh, you know... Math? Math. <laughs> this was actually very, very bad for former President Donald Trump, being that the reason that he lost in 2020, Nora, who is joining us in the studio, do you know why Donald Trump lost in 2020? No. It's because the election was stolen from him. I said it. The Democrats <laughs> planned the whole thing. Do you, there is a population out there which is often neglected and ignored that changes the outcomes of elections and has for about the last, oh, 25 years. Is this that mother and daughter in Georgia? Close. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Can you guess? You would throw a guess out for us who you think it might be? Mm. It's a, it's the scariest being. It's what every whoops wrong one. It's what every politician fears the most. Every politician literally cold shiver up their spine when this voting demographic shows up to the polls. It, it will strike terror in the hearts of Mitch McConnell, uh, 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 Nancy Pelosi. They wake up in the middle of the night screaming, cold sweating it. Yeah, cold sweat screaming. Lord, don't feel bad because I don't know who this group is either. Well, they scream. They go suburban white women. <laughs> <laughs> Suburban white women. Karen's, as so, far as I could see. So suburban white women uh, affect outcomes in states more so than almost any other voting population because they are often registered as independent and then they often come out in droves to vote because they have little groups and they come out and they get the vote out. And because of this, if you look at the map in uh, South Carolina, Trump lost all the districts that hold the the largest percentage of suburban white women, which means... At a 60-40 split, which means that that's within the margin for that state to go to Biden. President Biden. Yeah. If you look at the math on that, right? So this is pretty bad for former President Donald Well, Trump. to your comment you made earlier that Trump said that we were a unified party. We are united as a party. Nope, not true. When when 40% <laughs> of the voters pick somebody else, that's really not a, a great indication that you're united as a party. No. And that's been the case to all four of the early primaries. Iowa, New Hampshire, they've, they've all been that same 60-40 split. Yeah. It wasn't all Haley until she was the last man standing, no pun intended, no, no disrespect intended. Yeah. And then I think the more important stat is that when you ask Haley voters, they did an exit polling on, on Nikki Haley voters in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. 60% of the people who voted for Nikki Haley said they would not vote for, Gen- for Donald Trump in the general if he were the nominee. Mm-hmm. It's not like say, well, we like Haley better, but we're going to vote Republican no matter what. Yeah. Six out of ten said they would not vote for the former president. Right. And Biden doesn't need to win but a few percentage points of those yeah. to flip that state. So it'll be interesting to see how this unfolds. Man, I love election years. Isn't it so exciting? I, I live for this kind of stuff. So many people so upset about numbers and data. And My st- wife has secured has secluded me to a different section of our home. Why for? Because I love this stuff and she is so tired. So she just has you talk. Talking to a mirror yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I yell at the TV and I throw. I've got a padded <laughs> section near my TV now where I can throw. I got one of those mesh screens in front of the TV, like an animal house. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, uh, Blues Brothers. Yeah, I should yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. So if I throw a cup of the TV, I don't have to buy a new TV anymore. <laughs> but Melissa's so, and I think Jack you know, is so. It's just Melissa's right, and so many people. And Billy said the same thing. We get into this. We 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 do we do research. Yeah. We, we watch. We read. We listen. Most Americans are are. This is so. They're so tired. They're exhausted. Of these two people and this whole system and this whole this whole circus. Well, you know overall. what? You know what helps being tired? Having a party. CPAC was over the weekend. <laughs> a, 
the Conservative Political Action Conference where all the hallmark conservatives come out and they give speeches. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they go and they talk to Viktor Orban, who's a fascist, and they talk to him about illiberal democracy, which is another way of saying fascism. Isn't this so fun? So what I saw, I saw a couple of clips. I saw Jack Posobiec, who is a far-right conservative, who is also very, very popular. He, he rubs elbows with, like, Tim Pool, Charlie Kirk. Right. He's, he's, he's a big uh, social media guy. Big social right? media guy. He has also been caught. I Wait, I'm not going to say that because that is probably not radio Actionable. Friendly, but he's oh. been. It, it could be actionable. Yeah. He, was, he was caught on a chat forum talking to somebody about something that maybe isn't the most uh, conservative, let us just say. Oh, but he, he denies it to this day, even yeah. though there are screenshots. So Jack Posobiec was up there. He said something really interesting. He said this is the end of democracy. And I want to introduce people to a phrase that is uh, key when we're discussing political theory and political concepts. Laura, we got that clip from Mr. Posobiec. Welcome to the end of democracy. <laughs> we are here to overthrow it completely. We didn't get all the way there on January 6th, but we will we, we will endeavor to, forget, to get rid of it and replace it with, with this right here. We'll replace it with this right, right. here. Amen. What, what, what is That's right, because all glory, all glory is not to government, all glory to God. So what he held up was a rosary, which is uh, basically what he was engaging in is something that is referred to as post-irony in comedy. Are you guys familiar with this post-irony? Uh, not, I'm not so on, on namesake. You're being ironic and sardonic for the purposes of disarming people when you act, you're actually saying something that you mean. Oh, that's a good joke. Yeah, we're going we're to end democracy. <laughs> yeah, but he means it. And that was it. Steve Bannon chuckling in the background. Yeah, exactly. Uh, as your MC of the night. Exactly. So the problem with this is, and what I, what I see from this, it, and I think one of the reasons why I've been so critical of conservatism recently is because it's being taken over effectively by theocrats mm -hmm. who want to live in a nation. Either if, if you're a Catholic theocrat, you want to live in a nation state where the basically the, you'd have a king pope who we all live under basic Catholic religious law. That's, that seems to be the, the drift. And then if you're a Christian nationalist, you effectively want the same thing, only it's a Christian leader who is effectively a god king who we take all of our orders directly from God. Now, the founding fathers were very concerned about this happening, and so they did everything that they could to establish a series of laws and checks and balances, three branches of government, so on and so forth, yeah. to avoid this from happening because they, they thought we can't have a man be the embodiment of of our rights or of God, right? That's was the whole revolution and independence sure. was, was based on. Yeah, but then the reason they, it's actually in the language of the Constitution okay. when they say these rights are given to us by God. Meaning, not a king, not a man, mm -hmm. but by God. And so that's very a very clear interpretation of that would be, we don't want a theocracy because we all have our different sections of religion that we, we all are given the same rights under. Does that make sense? It, it does. But I, I, it's funny because I saw people arguing the opposite side of this argument using that exact example. Really? Yes. Isn't rhetoric fun? That our, that our <laughs> rights were handed down by God. Right. Uh, and then the very next line of, and that's in the Declaration of Independence, we hold these truths to be self-evident, self mm -hmm. endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Exactly. Endowed by their creator. These, these rights came from God. Right. Um, and, and the next one, it says, so this so has been been put forth by a government of man. 
That's based. I'm paraphrasing. That's basically yeah. the next line in the damn. Well, they were paper. really, they were really afraid of one dude or a series of everybody except for uh, 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 no, it was Jackson who was the only one who was like, well, I actually think it would be a great idea Just if we keep rolling along they, with well, the Lord with executive power. Yeah, but that yeah. that completely failed. Liz Truss, if you've never heard that name before, she is a member of British Parliament who, for some reason, was invited to American CPAC with, you know, Americans. Didn't we throw a bunch of tea <laughs> in a harbor to not have to listen to British people opine about American po- Leave us alone, right? What, what did she have to say that was so important that they flew her across the pond? I have. Well, here's the thing. She did this like semantically overloaded word salad, which has a bunch of buzzwords in it. So it sounds like she's saying something, but she's not really saying anything. It's kind of like that guy, that, the, that Italian singer from the 70s who wrote that song. It sounded like it was in English, but really it's just nonsense. You've heard the song. I don't know. Have I? I'm sure you, I you've have. You've heard the song. Andrew, can you find that song? Like, what the heck? It's, it's an, he's an Italian singer, and he wrote a song that was supposed to be in English, but it's just complete gibberish. Not Rico Suave. And just let me know when you have it, Andrew, and I'll, I'll cue you in for it. But here's what Liz Truss had to say. They don't want these woke policies inflicted on them. But the problem is the leftist activists have been very, very assiduous at pushing that agenda, which is why we need a conservative movement that challenges that. Okay, so but what what are you saying? What do you mean? What it does? What she said means nothing. It is vacuous. It is hollow. It has no substance. We need to push back against it. And what through what policy means? We don't have a parliamentary system here in the United States. What system do you want us to use to, quote unquote, push back against it? Well, I think to go back a page and say, what woke policies is she talking about? Yeah. They never seem to give an example of what woke policies. Yeah. Leftist activists. Those are the buzzwords you mentioned. Right. Leftist activists, woke policies. You know, t- by today's standards, <sighs> people would say that Ronald Reagan was woke. Did you know that Ronald Reagan was one of the first governors? He said, I will not sign a law. When he, when he was the governor of California, he said, I will not sign a law into place which prevents gay teachers from having jobs in our school districts. I did not know that. This is in the 70s. Do you know what I mean? So by today's standards, he is more woke than in Florida where you can't say that you're a gay teacher. Isn't that crazy? Ronald Reagan today... They, there would be memes of Ronald Reagan with purple hair, you know, wearing a, 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 a an AOC pin. And a rainbow flag And they would be him. like, this yeah. rhino over here, you know what I mean? But do we have any more from Liz Truss, or is that all we had? That's she, plenty, trust she, me. Andrew, did you find that song, by the way? This is the song. This is basically the equivalent of what she did. We just hang the shoes now and hold the scene, then a whole red man begins to come about dying. There's no words. He's just, just gibberish. <laughs> oh, I love it. This is, it's not a language that I... No, so he had this... He had this theory. You can kill it, Andrew. Thank you, my friend. He, he no, had don't this, kill it. I love it. He, he's, he had this theory that you could write a song that sounded like English and that it would be a hit, even though he himself did not know English. So this is what he made. It's genius. Yeah. You know this, by the way, this is the number one uh, parachute for every live performer in America. Yeah. If you don't know the words, just mumble something that's phonetically like the words you think it's supposed to be in the crowd. Well, now, oh, I must have misheard that. He got... I, right. He going, well, that, that, <laughs> yeah, I nailed it, man. I forgot that's, the words. That's basically what she did, where she was like, I think I'm talking to Americans, so I'll go woke and leftist and da-da-da. Yeah. If I asked that, if I asked Liz Truss, if I said, uh, excuse me, um, MP Truss, what is a leftist? I would bet 
several hundred dollars, she could not give me the textbook definition of a leftist. No, she'd make another word salad right at the side of your table. Well, a leftist, a leftist is someone who they believe in. There's programs that they re- redistribute. Is that and a leftist is someone who it's woke is what it is. That's it's, right. It's deeply woke. It's the end of democracy as we know it. It's kind of like when we go to tea time and someone was which says, "Would you like one lump or two? And I say, "I would indeed like one." And you're standing there going, okay, I guess. I mean, I guess that's an answer. (laughs) Uh, So Joe Biden made his way to the southern border on the same day as former President Donald Trump, or he's going to, right? He's going to the border. Now, what they're going to do, from what I hear, is they're going to build a big metal cage, like a dome, and then Tina Turner is going to show up, and she's going to start playing a saxophone. <laughs> and then we're going to get a Master Blaster, uh-huh. and then everyone's going to start chanting, Two men enter, one man leaves, two men enter. Nor, do you get that reference, or is that too old of a reference for you? Might be a little bit past my time. Are you serious? You've never seen Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? Nope. Should I? We're, we're, should you? What kind of <laughs> should you? This should be sh- mandatory viewing. Our ship has sailed, Jack. There's a brave new world out there. Has, okay, have you seen Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? No. I can't. Yeah. I can't eat. Andrew, please. Have you seen Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? Not that one. I've seen the other Mad Max. I don't even want to be on this planet anymore. It's okay. Anyway. We don't need another hero. We don't need another way. You guys don't know this. You guys don't know this. Tina Turner. You guys don't know this. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> you guys, it's mandatory viewing for Next all line. Three of tell you. Us we're not, tell us we're not tell wrong. Tell us we're not wrong about it. mandatory <laughs> viewing. So they're both going to go. This is going to be a big political show. I doubt they're even going to be within a couple hundred yards of each oh, other. Oh God, though. no! Right? There's a lot of border down there. They can find their own space. Right, but there it is going to be a bit of a of a of a who's who kind of who has the more cameras, who's going to get the more attention. It is this is kind of a, a weird standoff. So is is President Biden going down to just kind of open a door and let people come in un, unfettered? Is that why he's going down? Yeah, I actually heard he was going to go down there with a like a like a, a welder, or <laughs> like cut a hole in the wall. He's going to start cutting <laughs> holes in it. I'm, I'm bringing I'm bringing ladders. You're and then he's going to put a bunch of stickers around the hole that say, I, I did, did that, that, is what he's going to do. That's what I hear tell. You know, you talk about Thunderdome being an old concept. And for you younger broadcasters, Nora and Laura, which I hadn't realized until this moment, it's going to be a great show one day. Nora oh, yeah, Nora and Laura. Live, uh, from three to whatever. Um, and their board op can be Dora. They, so, <laughs> We're gunning for Jack and Jake. And then their... And then their, their uh, their their producer can be Flora. Flora, oh, I right. Um, so the, the idea is two men enter, one man leave. Let's let these two fight it out themselves and save the country nine months of a horrific campaign of misinformation and Queensberry rules boxing. Right, right. Two guys. There was a campaign in the eighties um, about uh, if world leaders could duke it out themselves instead of sending armies mm-hmm. to fight each other. Okay, it was like it was like Ronald Reagan lookalike on a hill on a grassy hillside throwing haymakers at a Gorbachev lookalike. Oh, so but if you put, let's get down to brass tacks here for two seconds. You put Donald Trump and Joe Biden in a cage match. Mm-hmm. Okay, rage in the cage, mm-hmm. boomer rage in the cage, twenty twenty four. Sure, what's going to happen? Is that is this going to be a one punch fight? Mm-hmm. Because Donald Trump is going to because he's taller than Biden, yeah, and he's got a little bit more weight, got more behind he, his, yeah. He's going to sh- he's going to hit Joe Biden, and Joe Biden will instantly turn into dust, <laughs> and he'll be gone. You don't think Biden could take Trump at the at the knees first, uh, sweep the leg, but, but then a little wily. After that happens, Donald Trump will immediately grab his chest, and he'll go, and, a, and they'll both fall, fall on top of fall on top of the dust. Right, <laughs> a, a stunned Biden will be pinned to the ground. And crushed under the immense weight and of they'll the both MAGA die. movement. And they'll both pass right. on. Right. It's, not, it's not really fair. You and know? then who will we be left with? 
Nikki Haley, apparently. No, not going anywhere, Tom, right? <laughs> Nikki Haley and Kamala Harris. We'll take a really quick break. When we get back, uh, there's people saying that the Biden's State of the Union address should be canceled. I got to tell you why I agree with this. Oh, this oh, is really? A, yeah, we got to we got to stop with this charade. Well, he he has to be invited by Congress, he right? Does. It's not just like he gets a, a set date on the calendar. This is I'm going to tell you why I disagree with this. We're going to go into full why we don't need to do okay. it anymore. What it's where it comes from. Why we do it. Why it's unnecessary. Okay. All that stuff. When we get back, right after this. If it's literally in my backyard, yeah. it's a bad thing. Or based. You don't want the truth if it was tied to a rock and thrown at your head. Cringe <laughs> or Base is a fun game we like to play every day, 134. And you can also check out our YouTube channel, The Jack and Spike Show, which is separate from the Cairo Radio YouTube channel. You can like, you can comment, you can subscribe. All of that is good. Could be a bad comment. Could be a dislike. It doesn't matter because YouTube just cares about engagement. So speaking of engagement, by the way, uh, Representative Scott Perry, he's the former Freedom Caucus chair. Yeah, yeah. He came out and he was talking about how Mike Johnson, who is the Speaker of the House and is an insane person as well. I don't know if you know that, Spike, is clinically unwell. I, I don't know. It's been confirmed by medical diagnosis. I, well, I have my theories on If them. I heard voices telling me that I should do certain things that wasn't my own internal monologue, most people would say that that would be insanity. Or or that you had a direct connection with God. I doubt that God <laughs> is taking that form. You know what I will say this though? Have you guys seen the pictures of Mike Johnson when he adopted his first child? No. Oh, it breaks your heart cuz he's a young man yeah. and he's he finds a child that he and he adopted a young man. That's lovely. Yeah. And it was so so beautiful and then you wonder how does someone with such goodness and kindness in their heart be such an evil human being at the same time? Really blows your mind. Uh, Laura, are you finding that picture? Because it is so sweet. It'll make you cry. Because he's like this young kid, and he's adopting this other kid, and he's like, Eep. I think he was in his mid-20s or something wow. like that. Was he a so, single man mar- adopting It was right kid? before he got married. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. really, really sweet. So, uh, Representative Perry has said that they should cancel the State of the Union address. Laura, do we have that audio, or did I? Okay, cool. We need to use every single point of leverage, every single point, Maria, including the spending and certainly including an address uh, to the people from Congress. He comes at the invitation of Congress. The Republicans are in charge of the House. There's no reason that we need to invite him to get more propaganda and to actually blame the American people for the crisis he caused. We can spend the time reminding America that on day one, he countervailed the last administration's policies that were securing our border. That's what probably the time would be better spent you uh, served using. Okay, so besides the fact that his justification is giga cringe, Mm -hmm. I applaud the motivation and the intent. Here's why. Okay. I think it's based. I think it's very based. The State of the Union is a vestige from when we had a king. It is cringe. It is boring. I don't need to watch stand up, clap, sit down, ham, hocked, you know. uh, Liar! they're contrived i don't need to see nancy pelosi ripping up the president's speech Mm -hmm. i don't need to see people sitting on their hands because they don't want to applaud i don't need to see aoc and the squad all wearing white 
I don't need to see any of that trash. You don't trash. care that Marjorie Taylor Greene hunted and killed a new polar bear to make a coat for this particular event? You don't care? Don't care. Okay. I don't want to see any of these people. I don't want to see the Supreme Court justices falling asleep in front of the... <laughs> it is a boring, unnecessary, bad, and cringeworthy event. It has been for every single president. It has never been interesting. Here's what you do to make it interesting. You need to get some fireworks. Uh-huh. You need to get some ducks. You need to get uh, a, a woman who is dressed like a, who's who's like a wrestler. She's uh-huh. like a built woman, but she's built like little Bo Peep. Okay. And then you need to get a, a like a basketball player who's dressed like the wolf. Okay. You know I mean? I'm following and so you, you put mostly. all those ingredients in a basket. Uh-huh. And while the president is giving the speech of the State of the Union, we then do some interpretive dance for the American <laughs> people to enjoy. And it will be expressive dance, which it will be inherently more entertaining and interesting and stimulating than anything that can come out of any president's mouth. Because what is he going to say or she is going to say when they are up there, right? What thing could the president say that is going to be, wow, I didn't know. It, we all know it's a sales pitch to the American people. It's basically fundraising. It's giga cringe, and I don't think we should do it anymore. Well, uh, all the things I love about it are what you just cited as bad things. <laughs> like, I, I have always been a fan of the State of the Union address. I, think I it's hate a chance, you. I think it's a chance for the, for the president to check in with the American people. And initially, it was it was to Congress. Before it became a televised event, yeah. I think the, the objective changed when it became more performative for the American people and okay. a television audience. I'll give you that much. But, you know, it's like, I've got a vision for America where we do this, where we do that, where we do this. And it wasn't always so – I think it's gotten so combative and so performative and yell from the crowd, you're a liar, you all these things. Mm-hmm. Half the room stands, half the room sits on their hands. Boring. It wasn't always the case. You know, I, I love the idea of, a, of an interpretative dance, like maybe to interact the policy. Is that what you're saying? Interact the policy agenda he's putting forth? Yeah, it could be whatever. Where we have a wolf attack, little Bo Peep. Yeah, was, yeah. This is foreign hostile. This is us how we're going to deal with it. Right, the, but they wrestle is the thing. Right. It's like, a, it's like WWE, <laughs> but interpretative dance. Uh, uh, Nora, do you watch any, are you into the, the State of the Union address? Do you watch it? I don't know that I ever have. Okay, you're wise. This is yeah. very good. Are you into, you don't seem like a political person. Are you not political? I mean, I try to stay up to date. About right, but, but do you have like, like strongly, like I have very strong opinions about politics. I, they're, they're almost offensively strong. Because if someone presents a bad opinion to me, I go ballistic. Mm. Do you have the same drive within you or are you just kind of passive with it? Mm, kind of passive. Why is this, why passive? This is interesting. Why Do you not care about your country? Are you, no, I mean, I do care about the country, but like, I, I don't know. I mean, I tend to be like more. Instagram. Like, Well, no, not these days. Because it's kind of like, I don't know. It just feels all like fluff on Instagram a little bit. Right. But yeah. But for there's no political person out there that motivates you, right? So like when I see no. certain people speak, even when I disagree with them, I get motivated, right? So I can watch Bernie Sanders, even though I disagree with him a lot. I can watch him talk about politics, and I'm like, yeah, man, politics. Or I can see. I don't know, uh, you know, uh, Thomas Massey or Rand Paul get up uh, there yeah, and make an impact. Yeah. Ma- I just reference them a lot because yep. they're niche political figures. I, you could reference anybody, right? You can be Katie Porter out of California. Love it Katie could be, Porter. It could be any kind of politician out there making a stand for something they believe in, and I go, yeah, this is politics. Well, right? is it not is not to pick on Nora? Laura, do you feel the same way? Are you passive about political? Uh, no, I don't think I could produce this show if I was. But right. do, do you have like, because I don't know your political affiliation. Because I've never asked. No, but I'm sure you could guess. 
I'm assuming that since you have a uterus, you're probably for reproductive rights. No, I was going to say deeply conservative. What are you talking what are you, about? What? I was going to say trad. <laughs> because she can make a sandwich? You think she's a conservative by nature? How That's dare you? How dare you? I do make an excellent sandwich. I know you do, and I'm not going to let this But never by skill. request. No, okay, fair enough. <laughs> well, the, th- the reason I bring it up is because like, I have switched my, my affiliation to independent of uh, I think it was the last election cycle. Okay. Oh, interesting. Because I was just like I don't really want to. I don't really want to be affiliated anymore. Because I'm. Such I'm not a- taking this off ramp with my party. Right? Kind, Is that yeah, fair? kind of. But they'll just kind of be in loon bags. And yeah. so I just thought I don't really want to. Like if I'm out on a first date with a lady and she goes, "Oh, how are you registered to vote?" I don't want to be like <laughs> GOP. Right. <laughs> so w- would it surprise you to learn that I was a Reagan Republican at one time in my early life? Get off my show. I was. I was a Reagan I voted for. I voted for the former president twice. I think most people would have, though, because I feel like there was a time in American politics where you could say, like, one year I'm going to vote for John McCain, and then yeah. the next year I'll vote for yeah, Obama. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was right? a shining city on a hill. I mean, that was, right. that was this morning in America. It got, got me. And to be honest, I prefer people who have strongly held convictions. You know, I prefer people who say, like, I'm very passionate about this political topic which is why I can be friends with communists or Marxists or socialists or mm-hmm. like trad conservatives or whatever, or even, you know, people that who have political ideas that I firmly disagree with. I just think it's, it's a better place to be when people can share their passions and have them not be offensive. Right. That's, no, how, that's yeah, how I have uh, MAGA friends. Absolutely. You know true. I mean? And that's a dying perspective. You've got but there. I think that we can revive it. I think that we can bring it back. I hope so. You just have to be able to sit with people when they're talking about something and know that it's not a personal attack when they're talking about whatever it might be. If you, right? if you can feel that way. Uh, Nor, let me ask you this. Do you think uh, the pre- you think our president is, is too old for the job? Even someone who's peripherally kind of semi-aware of a political... You think uh, President Biden is just too old? I mean, I think it's possible. Yeah, it would probably... You got to have a strong, this is broadcast radio, dude. You got to say, yeah, yeah there would, you would go. Would you agree with uh, Rep- Representative Perry that it's elder abuse? He went on to say in that in that with Maria Bartiromo this morning that it's elder yeah. abuse. It's elder abuse what we're doing, using him to be the president. We don't know if he's making any decisions. We don't know who's making I don't know. these decisions. I saw him handle that news conference that we watched on our YouTube channel, the one where he was asked about why he was going to California. Biden? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought he did a fine job. He's, he's, get him early in the day. He had some good jokes. You know, get him early in the day. Get him right right before nap time. Get he's him, not that, get him his vitamin shot there and a little bit yeah. of Ovaltine, heavy quotation marks. Yep, he picked and up the- some checks and he was strong enough to lift those big checks in California. <laughs> he carted those big checks up onto the plane. Those big old cardboard yeah. checks. We'll take a really quick break when we get back. No Stupid Questions is a segment we like to do where you can ask us any question. Hey, you guys didn't get to this story. Hey, what about this thing? Jack, do you have any yoga recommendations? What about guitar work? I can talk about all kinds of stuff. You can. Hey, Spike, my my kid's getting married, too. What do you think I should do? We're a cornucopia, a veritable... We can, we can help you anywhere you want to go. Cistern of knowledge nice. waiting to be tapped at 888-973-5476. <laughs> That's the Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line. We'll be right back right after this. There are no stupid questions. There are only stupid answers. All right. So last week, this is all just free advertising, Laura. This is all me talking about stuff. Uh, should I answer these questions, Laura? Because this is all just me talking about stuff that I've already talked about. Do you not want to answer these questions? No, I'll answer these questions. I just I, I like to be, I just feel like I'm giving everybody free advertising. So last week, Jack Stein mentioned a person that he called to find someone. I'm not sure if it was a private eye or whatever. I'd like to know that person's name and business. It is she- SeamusInvestigations.com. 
and it, it, the guy who did it is a uh, he's a very sweet man. I talked to him for uh, several hours, and he was incredibly nice. Um, his first name is Cloyne, I believe. Very Irish. Seamus, last name, S-H-A-M-U-S, investigation. Yeah, his name is, oh, excuse me, it's Cloyd Steiger, and he's a retired homicide detective with the uh, Seattle Police Department. And okay. he was a very helpful and very, I, he was just a very nice guy, and he was very, very fast as well, because I thought it was going to take, like, days. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. his website, look at this guy, looks like the guy, he could very, find very anybody. Nice I didn't want to air their business, but the person who texted and had a very dramatic uh, family uh, lineage situation yeah. that they were trying to uncover. S-H-A-M-U-S investigations.com. Jack mentioned a guitar repair guy that he uses. I have a mid-60s Gibson 12-string. I want to return to its glory. Can I have the name of your guy? That is Joe Riggio in Tacoma. Local guy. He does all my guitar. He built me my guitar. I only use him for my guitar stuff because he's a master. Did I ever tell you about the private detective that we had try to find a family member? It didn't work out too well. Yeah, you told me about this. Yeah. You, want, you want to tell the story again? Yeah, on air? We, 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 we did it last week on air. You can tell it again if you want well, to. Well, I, I kind of touched on it briefly. We we had a private detective. This guy was on our show as a guest. He was, he was promoting his service. If I can mm-hmm. find anybody. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I got a brother who I haven't talked to since he was two years old. He was, my parents were divorced. They remarried. My dad and his second wife had a, had a son, my half brother. My dad passed away. My stepmom remarried and they, they moved out of state. And I hadn't seen this kid in 20 years. And the private detective said, I can find anybody. And the guy couldn't find him. He just, he tried for, like, we, we checked back in a week, haven't found anything, haven't found anything, haven't found anything. You know how we ended up finding him? My brother and I found him. Wanna know how? How? We figured out that my brother and I and my half brother all got our social security cards the day my biological dad passed away. Mm. We were all issued social security cards for survivor benefits from my dad's social security. And my social security number is exactly four digits higher than my older brother's. Oh. And we said, why don't you start our use our social security numbers and just in sequential order look at the next four eight people? And that's how the, his my little brother's number was four digits higher than mine. That's so. That's so so sweet. we found the kid. Wow, that was a total train wreck. I wanted nothing. No, I'm kidding. Nice, Speaking nice of kidding. total train wrecks, <laughs> didn't Letitia James say that say that she was going after Donald Trump if she was elected because quote unquote Trump is too stale and too pale end quote. Uh, and then she was voted into office after saying that. Why don't hear anybody on the left calling out how awful that is? Did she actually say that? Can yes, we- she did. She campaigned on, I'm going to go after Trump. But did she say Trump is I too looked, st- So I looked at Trump's cabinet was too male, too stale, too pale. Okay. So mm-hmm. she she said that Trump- Old white guys. Okay. Basically. All right. Yeah. So if unless there is something in law that says that she can't say that- I don't really care. I I mean, I hate to tell you, but like if someone says this is how I'm running and then they do the thing that they said that they were going to do, like I give an example, the 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 what's his name? The AG in Texas said, I'm I'm Paxton. I'm going to do everything I can to make Texas the most pro-life state in the and he gets elected. Right. Violating federal law in the process. So I'd be having a a promises made, promises kept banner behind Letitia James follows her. When people do this thing where they say, why don't I hear anybody on the left calling out this or that or whatever, Mm -hmm. that feels like a good rhetorical device. In actuality, it's not. I don't use it on my show. Like, I don't say, why doesn't the left talk about this or why doesn't the right talk about this? Because it doesn't really matter because you could probably type it in and find somebody talking about it, and it doesn't mean that it's not on people's minds. Just because something isn't a headline doesn't mean that if you bring it to them and say, this person said this, doesn't this upset you, that they won't say yes or no. As an example, I saw a video recently of a guy who went to a Trump rally, 
and he showed a Trump voter some uh, excerpts from Project 25, the group that is trying to get Trump elected into office and then remove the bureaucratic state and replace it with people who are loyal to Donald Trump, not to the Constitution or to the United States. To, to transfer power to the executive. Right, exactly. And this guy went up to this MAGA guy and he showed him exactly what Project 25 wanted to do. And that guy in that moment took off his MAGA hat and said, wow, I'd never read that before. So that's the kind of thing where I could come on this show and I could say, why are right wingers talking about Project 25? That is a that is something that bad, hacky radio hosts do when they have nothing else to say on the issue. It is a lazy way of communication, in my humble opinion. Well, Why isn't Spike O'Neill talking about the benefits of eating skirt steak? I've never heard you talk about it, Spike. I'm anti-skirt steak, dude, why, clearly. You, why, from my... why are you talking about the benefits of drinking water? Are you against water, Spike? <laughs> Come on, man. Um, and I'll say this about Letitia James because I've had this question so many times in, in personal conversations. If uh, Letitia James says Donald Trump has a career of skirting the law in New York State from a business perspective. Right. If you elect me attorney general, I will make sure that the Trump organization and Trump, his businesses, are held to legal account. Mm -hmm. She made a promise to go after him because he has a career, in her opinion, of criminal activity. And the evidence bore out that she was she was right on the money. Do you think we'll ever see Joe Biden tried for opening the border, allowing terrorists across it, therefore giving Aiden comfort to the enemy so he should be tried for treason to do you think we'll ever see that i do think that we'll eventually see an english class in someone's future ouch i do think that no Uh, maybe he was speaking into sex okay that's that's fair what okay so what i think is this um so terrorists tried to get across the country when donald trump was the president of the united states Mm -hmm. same thing with uh, barack obama that's what happens when you have a porous border in the Mm -hmm. united states yeah yeah so i mean if you want to apply that standard that's going to be trump obama uh, 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 Bush, Clinton. I mean, come on. Like, this is not. This is someone's listening to too much right wing radio. Well, what's going to fix this is more agents, more uh, more uh, immigration judges, yeah, more, more asylum yeah, yeah. judges. You know, and what's going to do that is, is funding for all those programs. If only a president wrote a thing up with uh, some yeah, bill uh, that he wanted. Maybe some to, bipartisan legislation was put together. That he well, wanted that the, all those things and the power for him to shut down the border yeah, with yeah. that funding. That's what we need. I wonder if there. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait, that happened two weeks ago. Yep. All right, we'll take a really quick break. We'll make it back. Hmm. A proposed 10% tax on short-term rentals will result on me talking about why I don't think short-term rentals should be a thing. The moon landing didn't go very well, and I should have said why last week because I knew exactly why it's going to go well. And on top of all of that, remote work is a thing still, but not if you want to make a lot of money. We'll talk about it when we get back right after this.